Last time on His and Hers Uncensored. <laughs> is this question one or, or two? Like, We've I thought that was gone one. over question one. Okay, I figured. Um, I figured we went over one. We're on two. Oh. Number two. <laughs> okay. Uh, we just did I, a list last week. Yeah. <laughs> Number <laughs> two. I would like to know your individual thoughts on submissiveness. You first? You first? I think she needs some time. Should I submit to you, Daddy? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 um, I believe that that there should be a level of submissiveness with that being the term that was given. Um, like, babe, like, she's super old-fashioned. Like, when you're genuine in what you do, mm-hmm. you're not submissive. That's just you. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, like, you know, there's, yeah, you know, there's a role for a woman. There's a role for a man. And times are changing. So roles are changing, but there's a few old-fashioned people still in the world. And Babe is one of them. You know, like, she's like, you know, I'm going to make your plate. You know, I'm going to wash your clothes. I'm going to iron your shirt here, put this on. Do you need anything else? You know what I'm saying? Like, like she's, and she's into the church, and I hate to bring the church into it, but, like, she is what pastors really preach about where they say, you know, your wife is supposed to be a servant. That's what she does, like, genuinely. Um... It's not a lot of women that want to be a servant because mm-hmm. they think that, you know, they were probably raised by a mom that was raised by a deadbeat dad or no dad and was and raised her like you don't need a man. Mm-hmm. You know, now you grew up with that. I don't need a man mentality. And, you know, you just start sabotaging yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like because a lot of people look at submissiveness as a weakness and it's not really a weakness. It's just uh, it's just a how can I say it? it's a um, a structure that was already planted. You know what I'm saying it was a foundation that was already there. You know what I'm saying from the beginning of time, and you can see that like before women had the right to do this and had the right to do that. That's what they did. They cooked, they cleaned, they ironed. They were submissive to their husbands, with lack of better term, because that was the term that was used. And I'm gonna do this, but babe, you know what I'm saying like she a hundred percent in everything that she do. She go to work, she do this, she take it. I like my babe so submissive. I be like, yo, chill out. Let me help you freak out. You know. Yeah. Let me do some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to just sit here and let you do and do. And I see that there are some things that I can do to help you out. Right. I appreciate the submissiveness that she gives me, but I want to give her what she gives me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what makes the difference. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One thing I want to say is um, I think that in order for a strong, intelligent woman to submit, she has to feel safe Absolutely. in the leadership. Yes. Because aside from the things that I do, because that's who I am, I also submit as far as when we talk about finances or when we're talking about child rearing or things like that, 
we both came in this as two single in, two individuals. Right. And with so, children. With children. Mm-hmm. So that was something I had to talk to him about. Like, we got to talk about how we're going to raise children because we were very different in that. Mm-hmm. But I felt safe in allowing him to lead me. I didn't feel like he would lead me astray. So it comes natural for me to do these things. Whereas in past relationships, it was natural for me to want to do those things. But I didn't do these things because I felt like you're not doing anything anyway. Like, it's for me, I feel like it's a good give and take. Even in me wanting to just do, do, do. I, the, the story I always refer back to is I always took my trash out before because it was just me. Right. And so for here, me to, I had to even submit to him taking my trash out in my house because it was just me and I was used to mm-hmm. just me. And so it was like, routine. you do. And mm-hmm. so I had to learn to be comfortable in the fact that somebody had my back and somebody was going to protect me and provide for me. So yeah, I take care of the house and take care of the kids and you know, I go to work, but there's never a time that I didn't feel like he didn't protect me or that when it comes down to it, he's going to provide for me. Like, I don't ever feel like that. I mean, even just the fact that he fills my tank emotionally. Like, I've talked to him about some things that I would never share with anybody outside of the lines of my journal. But he knows them, and I don't feel like he judges me for those things. Or And that's I, hard to find. It's very hard. Yeah. Because... I don't need what we pillow talk about to be the topic of your water can conversation. No, I don't. So Mm -hmm. submission to me is, you know, being comfortable in that because, you know, everybody doesn't deserve that. Everybody is not going to get that part of me. Right. So I'm okay. And for a long time, I was like, I'm not going to be able to do that because I was not meeting anybody. I felt comfortable enough to do that. I was in relationships with people, but that don't mean I felt comfortable. Exactly. I have been there before in relationships, but didn't feel safe, didn't mm-hmm. feel comfortable. So, um, <laughs> number three. <laughs> Skip around a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, um, Whitney, what are, I feel like I know these things about you. Well, what are some um, deal breakers, non-negotiables? Hmm. I don't know. Can I answer? Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to... Like, that's, that's a tough question because no one stays the same. Hmm. You know, it's always change. It's, it's, it's always something new. You know, um, you can't expect the person that you met... 2007 to be the same person in 2017. Mm-hmm. So, when you, like, um, when you say, what's a deal breaker? Like, it may have been a deal breaker then, but now you're all open that's, for it. That's true. You know, yeah. so, um, I think that's what ruined relationships because they have these expectations. Like, I'm not going for this and I'm not going for this. And mm-hmm. if they're still trying to say, I'm not going for this in 07 and in 17, they're not, they're not growing. You know what I'm saying they're literally the same person. Like people say, like a lot of arguments in uh, relationships that happen at the end of the relationship is I'm the same person you met. Well, that's the right. problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're the same person I met. Uh-huh. You didn't grow with me. Right. You know what I'm saying you didn't learn with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so I've outgrown that person that I met in 2007 because you were such and such age in 2007. 
Now we're in 2017 and you're still acting like that same age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's something. Yeah. And not to be like super mushy, <laughs> but when we express love for each other, I express to him that I want you to love me unconditionally. Yes. And I said, that's the same thing I want to give to you. Now, I'm not saying that... That's, that's easier said than done. Absolutely. Because when you think about what it means... Go ahead. I'm like, not. things come up, and it's like, this is a this could very well be a condition. Mm. But my thing is, what was your heart when you did this? Like, were you intentionally trying to hurt me, mm. or did something happen? And did... Is this something that we can both learn and grow from? Or are you not going to change and this is who you are? To your core, uh, I can't can't be with someone who doesn't really want forgiveness. Because it's like, this is what it is. That that probably, I don't even know if that's a deal breaker, but that, I guess I can't say it is because I don't feel like that's him. Mm -hmm. Because we have fun and we do these podcasts, but we have things that come up. And it gets rough, Mm -hmm. but... When I think about it unconditionally, like, we are able to converse about anything. So, this Good, is... Good, bad, nothing. Effective communication. Indifferent, and yeah. Like this is my friend first. Yeah. So, we are able to talk... I was, but... Get it together, because I'm just, I've never but, seen this before. <laughs> at one time. <laughs> right, let me... Don't that last time. I was like, what do I say? <laughs> but I just had to think about it, because... You don't you don't find people who fight through relationships. Will Smith put out this really he put out this statement and um somebody read read about it. I actually read that today on the way home. But he said there's absolutely nothing Jada could do to make me want to leave her. Ooh. Because this is my life partner mm-hmm. and we are going to do life together. together. That's the thing. It's like <clears throat> once you decide to do life with somebody, you want them to be loyal to you. Provide safety, protection, honesty. You want to be able to effectively communicate mm-hmm. with that person. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've realized being with Whitney, like when you're willing to lose the person that you love by telling the truth, mm-hmm. that's the person that you're supposed to be with. Because it's easy to tell a lie mm-hmm. just to spare the feelings. But if you don't want that person to look foolish, right? Know what I'm saying? You be like, yo, I'm gonna tell them the truth and let them make that decision for themselves. Know what I'm saying? And I've we we've given each other hard truths. You say hard truths, like how do you feel about it? Blah 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 blah. And we choose together. We talk about it. We don't just say what we're gonna do or keep secrets. Like there's no secrets between us. None. You know what I'm saying? And that's the first time that I've ever done that. So when people say, like, like your earlier question, what was different in your relationships? I chose to be true to myself. And in being true to me, allowed me to give her 100% of me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, knowing exactly what I want here. This is what I want. Can you deal with it? This is what I like to do. Can you deal with it? I don't want to do this. Can you deal with it? Mm. From jump. Mm-hmm. She did the same thing. Okay, I know what I'm getting into. 
Like we didn't give each other the representative that most people get when they right. get into, rela- into relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have time. Like we got kids. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I ain't got time for the game. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to do this, we're going to do this. It's out the way. Right. So, <laughs> you know, like this is me. You know, I don't do this and I don't do this and I doubt that I'm going to be consistent with it. Can you accept that? Yes or no? Being that, you know, um, you've experienced some bad relationships, because I don't really know anybody who hasn't experienced that one, how are you about keeping that compartmentalized for something new? Because I, let me, the disclaimer is, I hear a lot of women, friends who come to me, and they are, they're taking the history of their past and it's dictating their future with someone else. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's fair. And I, I can say that now because I'm not there anymore. Mm-hmm. But that would be me. Because my, my analogy would always be, well, if I remember, if I broke my leg jumping off the porch, when I start getting to the edge of the porch, I'm going to remember I broke my leg. Mm-hmm. So I will always compare current to past, and that wasn't fair. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with that today. Okay. Um I mean, past relationships, when you go through things, um, as soon as someone reminds you of that past hurt, you're like, oh, yeah, I figured it out. This is what he's doing to me. He's, he's hurting me. He's, he's going to do this. He's going to cheat. And I was struggling with that for a long time. Like, even in dating, I would have trust issues with um, people lying to me or... Um, Because once you meet someone wicked, once someone wicked comes into your life, it changes your whole perception, your whole perspective. Everything just changes, especially once you get cheated on, because you feel like, I thought everything was okay. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I don't trust his happy. And you start (laughs) dealing with all these insecurities. And now everything that new person does when they show little small signs, you start you starting to think like, oh, well, maybe he's not really happy with me. Or, you know, you just go through these different insecurities. That's why I feel like everyone should heal and go through their own struggles before getting into a new relationship. Mm. Because right. healing is an ongoing process. Even while you're in a relationship, I'm sure you two go through different things individually right. that you have to, like, you need to heal from. And like you said, you feel safe because you can talk to him about things. He feels safe because he can talk to you. And um, everyone doesn't get that luxury, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it takes time to learn mm-hmm. how to uh, communicate effectively. But yeah, I definitely struggle with that sometime in dating today, and um, I'm still working on it. But um, you know, it's it's a working. That's process. a self awareness thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to be self aware of yourself. And that goes along to what I said. Like once you can accept yourself, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And it's hard to accept yourself. When delivering it to other people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's where a lot of people fail because they're afraid to be themselves. You are so When right. you're afraid to be yourself, mm-hmm. you're never going to get that true opposite of you. Because mm-hmm. 
The only reason why people know the opposite of black is white because black is true to itself. Right, absolutely. It has no other color in it. Mm-hmm. It's black and it's black all day. Mm-hmm. White is white all day. Never said so. Well, I think we have time for maybe two more. Maybe a question from you, then a question from us to close out. Oh. <laughs> Five is up. I have seven, four questions. I mean, I was willing to go through all of them. I mean, like, I didn't know. Like the video, you know. I mean, shh, we can go. Okay, <laughs> well, okay. we, well, we hey, might have to cut it in part two. two. Yeah, we might have to cut it for two. You know, Man, I got things to ask. So you I know. was just single lady. You know, you know I'm, I'm on. I don't know how many y'all see me pour so far, but <laughs> I'm good then. Let's see. Yeah. I'm, listen, I'm submitting. What you say, babe? Okay. Whatever you want to Keep it going. <laughs> you say, in here? I'm living through you right now. Look at Okay. This is a really good question because this one is always busy. You remember one oh. day I called you guys and I was like, hey, we, I, I didn't even get a chance to tell her what I called for. She was like, girl, I'm about to go and paint the room. And, and you're like, I just wanted to have a regular Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought we were going to chill today. But um, Whitney right. is always busy. She's always on the go. I cannot right. see her just sitting down watching a movie. Right. Um, but I do. Don't I? Just miss I'm going to let you finish the question before I answer. Okay. I'm going to let you finish the question before I answer. So, okay. Um, is that like uh, the standard in your relationships to have someone that's super busy? Is that something that you've experienced before? And if so, um, how do you feel about that? Um, that's, a, <clears throat> that's a good question because in my last relationships, I didn't do enough. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, so it was a battle with me. Like, do I do enough? Do I not do anything? You know, so I was just following that balance. And um, after a year, some change, you know, still dealing with, with you know, we we have times when we don't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I had to, I had to learn that because, like I said, I was dealing with the past me mm-hmm. of not doing anything. You know, and being so-called boring and stuff like that. So, it was like, I don't want to be boring. This is what you're into. I'm going to be into it with you. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to give you what you give me. But then it gets to a point like, yo, we got to sit down. Like, I'm not built for this. Mm-hmm. I need some chill. I need to not go anywhere. <laughs> I need to be in these four walls. I need to walk around in my drawers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want. I don't want to do, do anything. And we've we've had that, and it's been times she went out by herself, and I'm like, all right, you just let her do it thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even even with going to the playground with the kids, but go ahead, take her. You got it. But I get on her too, still like, yo, chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like she hurt herself, and I'm like, you know why? Because you're tired. Yeah. You don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right and wrong. Yes. So, you know, like sit down, sit down. You don't have to. And I, I believe that a lot of what she has was doing was to appease other people because she's a people pleaser. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that about you. To a certain extent, it, it has to be to people. a very big, yeah. People you care, care about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, I can it's see not going to be. It everybody. don't, but, mm-hmm. but when you think about it, it don't matter who it is because if you're a people pleaser, you're a people pleaser. 
So if you're continuously pleasing these people, they're going to continue to get pleased by you. Right. What it took was for me to realize the same energy that I was putting into certain people, they weren't giving me that. Mm. And so that's a harsh reality, right? Very there. hard, like that. Man. That hurt my feelings. Yeah, I cried about that a couple times because I was I've like, been you here know, too, friend. I would, I put way too much into my relationships mm-hmm. with people that I care about because everybody I don't care about. But if I care about you, I'm there. And I had to realize, like, if you're not gonna give me the same that I'm giving you, then it's time for me to reevaluate. So. I went through that, and a lot of it I went through where he could tell, like, it took a toll on me. Because he was like, this is really bothering you. And it, it would, but um, if it was meant to be, we could have a conversation and come back. Mm-hmm. But if not, and And that was uh, rough on me because that was, like, you don't want to tell somebody that <clears throat> you're being taken advantage of by somebody that you care about. Exactly. Wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So you try to drop little gems like, yo, like you can do this and you can do that and you can do A and you can do B and you shouldn't accept Z and X and Y. You know what I'm saying? But you, like, it gets hard when you got to go through all 26 and you're only on four. And I'm saying, you're like, woo! I told you. You know what I'm saying? But, and that's, it, when, that's when I told you become that, that cheat when you go five at a time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told you. But I told you is a risky statement because mm-hmm. it's not a help. It's not a warning. It's a jab. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So sure. it's like, I told you. Mm-hmm. But so but if I done gave you four, and then I give you a quick five. You know what I'm saying? You should have took heed to that four. So it... It's because now it's a toll on both of us. Mm-hmm. I don't like seeing you going through this, but you keep putting yourself through this situation. Hey guys, don't forget to check us out on YouTube at His and Hers TV. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's... one thing that I can say though is he is, I've always had this, this life, even before being a mom. It just heightened a little bit because I now include her schedule. Mm-hmm. But he is the first person that I wanted to be inclusive with. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise, like, oh, you're not into it? Cool, I'm, I'm doing my own thing. And all of the stuff that we do together, I, I very well could have done or tried to do alone. As far as, like, this podcast and, you know, it's already writing a lot. Like, those are things I could have done alone. But I made a choice to do with him because we were each other's compliment. I love that. Each other's compliment. Right. And um, we talked about that (laughs) on an earlier blog. It's like, you know, when you get the person that you're supposed to be with, you know, it it comes easy because there's different types of relationships. You know, what did I say, babe? I was like, you know, some people want to build their house over here, then have their partner build a house over here. And then they come together, you know, in the park and have a good time. But then the relationship that I want, like, I want to build a house with my partner so we can have a good time in the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't want you to have your own fortress over there and I have my own fortress over there because that's still being seen. You know what I'm saying? Because we have nothing to talk about now. I don't know what you do in your career. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I probably don't care about what you do in your career. Because I'm worried about my career over here. 
You know what I'm saying? So when I'm at wit, it's like, yo, I like what you talking about in the career that I'm talking about in my career. You know what I'm saying? So let's do it together. You know what I'm saying? We have a cohesive relationship that fits like this. You know what I'm saying? She want A, I want B. She want C, I want D. You know what I'm saying? And it, and, it, and it continues to go like that. Like, one of the hardest things that I think that was going on in our relationships was co-parenting. Mm. And that's because she had a way of raising and I had a, rare, a way of raising. But it, it came to the point to where I was like, I understand, but it's not the way you want to raise a child no more. Because we're raising it. So it's what we see out of the child. Mm-hmm. It's not what you see by yourself. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Once you realize that, like, stuff got a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not just your child anymore. It's ours. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that person have to have some of me and some of you. You know what I'm saying? It's Good not just stuff. you. Good stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm still here. Okay, so I'll I'll ask one more question. You can ask all of them because daddy said we keep going, so we go. I think, okay, I'll ask two more. Okay, so I'll say this one is for you. Go ahead. All right. Um, I hope you don't mind me asking this. Mm -hmm. Um, You've been married before. Right, twice. Really? Really. I didn't know that part. Yeah, you that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So this is a good question for you. Mm -hmm. Going through a divorce is like grieving a death. I'm sure. No. It's not for you. It wasn't. Okay. Well, let me just get straight to the question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because you can never see that death again. Boom. Um, (laughs) All right. So. What would you, what lesson did you learn? Um, everything that made me great in the relationship that I am in now. Um, the biggest lesson I stated earlier was loving someone enough to hurt them. You know what I'm saying? Loving someone enough to tell the truth. And be authentic. Because it's easy to love someone enough to tell a lie to not hurt them but when you love someone to tell the truth and be able to accept what they give you you're 100% and it builds on the trust how can you not trust me I gave you what you asked for or what you wanted or you know what I'm saying it's no wonder there I have so much more respect for a person when they're honest and it's hard to be honest. It is. It's hard to be honest when it's a big truth that mm-hmm. has to be said. Right. It's easy to be like, ah, I don't want to lose this person. I'm just going, you know, I, I'm going to spare their feelings. It's easy to spare feelings. But when you love the person enough not to spare the feelings, it's a different thing. And that's that's scary. That's the scary love. That's that unconditional. Can you love me through that? Can you love me through that? And that's the first time I've tried it is with Whitney J. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We we give each other hard truths, yo. If you ask the question, you will get it. So with us, it's a, do I really care about what the answer is? 
I'm saying like it makes you think like how big is that question? You know what I'm saying? Is it a hypothetical question? Is it a what if question? Like why think of hypotheticals when I'm living a dream already? You know what I'm saying? Let me stay in this dream because a hypothetical can knock you out of a dream real quick. Now you're thinking about what if that hypothetical happens and what if this happened and what if that happened? No, don't worry about that. What are we doing tomorrow together? You know what I'm saying? Let's live in that moment. So, why do you think it's so difficult for, I'll say men? Because mm-hmm. most, some women have a difficult time communicating. But why do you think it's so hard for a man to um, communicate his feelings to someone he cares about? Because we weren't taught to be emotional. We're taught to be strong and, you know, um, we could take this and we could take that. And, you know, that's why most men react badly when certain things happen to them. Because we've been strong for so long. Then when something really hit us and we break down, we don't know how to handle it. You know what I'm saying? So now we just got all this anger and fighting this that don't even belong at this situation. But we've been strong for so long. It's like, yo, I just need to let it all out. You know what I'm saying? So our breaking point is probably our breaking point for the past 10 years that don't even belong to this individual. Person, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you're going to get all this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get all It's like, look at it as, and this is a, off the top of the head metaphor, a trash truck. You know what I'm saying? Pick up uh, all these addresses, all these, all these houses. You know, it's picking the trash up from all these houses and then it dumps it in one spot. You know what I'm saying? But your house didn't contribute to all the other houses. Your trash is your trash. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's a big pile over here. You know what I'm saying? That this dump truck, that this trash truck just dropped off. You know what I'm saying? So that's the same thing with a lot of men. I think um, we're in a transition with our men because, you know, a lot of women say that our men today are sensitive, you know. Sorry for the abrupt stop. This was a long, exciting episode. Um, We reached the max of our podcast recording, which we didn't know we had. But you can catch the last few minutes of the episode on our YouTube.